brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, this time talking Thanksgiving for what should be the last time this year. God willing. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. Wait, do you hate Thanksgiving? Is that what no, you just my, said? It's my favorite holiday, but let's face it, Christmas specials are more interesting on the whole than Thanksgiving specials. This Thanksgiving special we watched for this one was so bland, they literally <gasps> replaced it. They replaced dialogue to make it not a Thanksgiving special, and oh, it worked just as fine. You shut your mouth. This was delightful. What? This was a delight. Oh, my God. You have a lot to talk about. Uh, oh, you two are crazy. Once uh, I give you the history of this, you're going to eat those words yeah, like a Thanksgiving turkey. That's where it's this... coming from. She's got knowledge, so she has to defend it. Uh, wh- wh- did this like uh, did they did this cartoon fund? Like uh, um, getting uh, Jewish people out of Nazi Germany somehow, like smuggling them out. Is that why you're for it? I did or? see Oscar Schindler was an executive producer on this. Yes. Because anything less is unacceptable. Yes. In, ni- in 1980, when this cartoon was made, it helped smuggle Jewish people away from the Nazis. It helped fund a time machine <laughs> to go back to 1941. Mm-hmm. This all holds up. Now, what we're watching this week is Dorothy in the Land of Oz. And Gina decided to go on a super rampage of information today, shocking both me and Chan. I'm speaking for Chan, but I assume so. um, Because uh, uh, this is not what Gina normally does. Excuse me. I am excited (laughs) to find out all this stuff. I will always at least check the Wikipedia page. I am a font of knowledge. (laughs) But here, here, let me, I'll give some backstory. So when I was little, Wizard of Oz was my favorite movie. It was the, it was, I watched it every day after kindergarten. When I came home, I knew all the words to all the songs. And then later, uh, uh, I think, you know, Return to Oz came out in 1985 and I also loved that. And then as an adult became obsessed with just how weird, 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 and freaky that movie is, which if you haven't watched Return to Oz recently, oh, for God's sakes, watch it. And guys, d- and despair. I, I could say for the record, Return to Oz uh, should be a Halloween movie because it's the goddamn scariest movie ever effing made. It when it was it in there. the vein of it was in the vein of and at the same time as Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal and those that was the trio of movies that you were like, this is this is what kids watch. This is for kids. And now as an adult, I watch it and I'm like, this is fucked up, dude. Uh, uh, but this, this special, which the version that we watched was called Dorothy in the land of Oz was originally called Thanksgiving in the land of Oz. 
Oh, and okay. and they released it as a Thanksgiving special and then wanted to be able to rerun it year round. So they changed the title to Dorothy in the Land of Oz and took out took out some references to Thanksgiving. There are obviously <laughs> still there's still a giant flying turkey in it uh, and other Thanksgiving things. But that's, there are no little... that's something that happens all the time. You routinely go downtown and there's a giant turkey balloon floating around because I wish there last was Thanksgiving parade. Things went horribly wrong. <laughs> it was cut loose and it now just roams free. I Just wish there was. I would leave my house a lot more if there were uh, parade balloons, Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade balloons year round. They eat floating. your goddamn pies. How's that a good thing? I mean, it, it didn't eat it. It just stole it. It didn't and even it, steal it. it. That was the wizard. We'll get to that point. My it goodness. Ended up, it ended up all working out. It did. I mean, thank you for this cartoon. You know what? If, if a turkey comes up and like grabs a hostess hand pie out of my hand and runs off with it and then brings it back. It's his. I'm not going to, what am I going to do? Eat it? No, especially then it starts talking. Oh, so of course I'm not going to eat too the- good for pies. The giant balloon turkeys have touched. Is that what you're saying? Racist? Uh, turkey slobber. No, 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 no. Also the pie wasn't like stuffed until after the turkey had it. So I'm not trusting anything. What you think that giant turkey jizzed in that pie? Is that, that what you're is exactly, saying, right? That is exactly what I am saying. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, there's a movie about this very subject, American Turkey Pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. American Pot Turkey Pie. <laughs> American, American Pot tur- Turkey Pot. Turkey what? Pot pie. That's what I'm trying to say. American pot Turkey Pie. Okay, so this, so this uh, th- uh, turkey, which is colored green, is uh, high, smoking weed, smoking the grass, <laughs> doing a doobie. And then steals the pie as he would. And makes a pact with his turkey friends that he's going to lose his virginity by the end of summer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just pull back the curtain. The the, the team told me before this episode, Ray, you're through line. You need a through line. You need to send us what order we're going to be talking about this stuff in (laughs) because we always seem to miss stuff and get off track. So I sent them a bullet point presentation of exactly the direction the show is going to go. One second into the show, Chan has jumped Five story points beyond where we start. All right, here's the thing. You say team. Let's pull back the curtain even further. By team, you mean Gina specifically. Yes. Because I don't give a crap. All I was saying is sometimes I have very important points to make, and I realize you're already several acts past my point. (laughs) We had a a rare team conversation. But here's the thing. Everything I'm bringing up is pre-stuff leading into it. So it was was called Thanksgiving in the Land of Oz. Yes. And the writer, which this better make you like it, is Romeo Muller, who's the guy who wrote all of the best Rankin and Bass stuff. So Rankin Bass Mm. stuff. So he wrote Rudolph and Frosty. He also did, you know, the animated Hobbit movie, which is great. Classic, Uh, classic. So they basically went to him and said, hey, can you write a a Wizard of Oz Thanksgiving special based on the first five novels in the Wizard of Oz book series, and he said, oh, "So this sure. is like Dune, where like yes. you have to where David Lynch is trying to cram eight hundred <laughs> some odd pages into uh, two hours." Yes, this, this is, is five not, different books worth of 
Wizard of Oz material stuffed into a 23 minute holiday special. That was uh, it intended to be like a pilot for a series? I thought that's what was going on. No, no, oh. it was it was a one off special. And then later he turned it into a novelization, which was called uh, Dorothy and the Green Gobbler of Oz. Uh, uh, really? But he's okay. he's you know very very famous no, writer, and it's why even Dorothy you... Extended Universe. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm writing my Dorothy fanfic right now. Deu. Uh, yeah. uh, but but it basically Robert Mueller is is like while I was watching it before I knew this, I thought, man, this really has a rankin bass feel because it's Ray Ray. Don't I know. tell her that Bob no. Mo is a completely different person yeah. than the I Romeo Moore she meant it. to I'm say. Just, I can't believe he wrote this and then uh, tried to prosecute the president of the United States so many yeah, years later. What an amazing, what, what a career this guy's had. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the best Christmas movies. <laughs> and then he, he, you know, turned against democracy. <laughs> You know, according to the president of the United States right now, his report on him is a deeper fantasy than the five Oz novels. So does Thank this ma- does that does this nice. make you like it more now that you know that the the guy who tried to prosecute the president wrote? So wait a minute, I mean, how it did, helps. It helps. How, how did he uh, smuggle the Jews out of Nazi Germany? Uh, I wasn't clear on that part. He, so By train, he, Chan. He By built train. a real working model of the Green Gobbler giant turkey and just sent it sent it flying in the direction mm. of Germany. Okay. And we assume we assume what happened after that. There's no there's right. no actual documentation, but he said all the Jews were saved. Soon after Hitler shot himself, and we can presume that it was the Green Gobbler that did the job. Yeah, exactly. If you saw that thing flying at you mm-hmm. in your bunker, oh no, no, no! I I assume this was more of a, a Zero Dark Thir- or SEAL Team Six situation where the turkey like flew in under cover of darkness, like snuck into Hitler's bunker, shot him, and made it look like he oh, uh, uh, had shot okay. himself, and then snuck out because he's you know Hot, see s- special ops. I was thinking everything was going great for Hitler, and he was mm-hmm. thinking, wow, I've got this great-looking woman. I'm about to exterminate the Jews. Mm-hmm. And my life couldn't get any better. And then yep. he looked out the window and saw mm-hmm. a giant green turkey balloon and said, oh, no, I've lost my mind, and then blew his brains out. And the turkey cackled wildly and then turned in the other direction. You know what? We'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. No documentation. We can just- we can assume that it is one of those two things that happened that ended World War II. Again, in 1980. Yes, in 1980. Well, guys, if it's okay, I'll go to the second bullet point on my uh, on my layout. I I didn't look at this thing that you sent out, Ray. I'm going to level with you. I, I, I looked at it. We are in keeping with what you sent, by the way. You put, you put the first bullet point was talk about return to oz which we that have now done i'm missing the the i'm missing the hitler is killed by the green gobbler talk i don't think that made my rundown but it's a good it's a good run i um, read between the lines it's fine <laughs> well no because i want to talk about this because it opens up with uh, a dorothy having a, a dream that she's back in oz again and she goes and she tells her auntie m and uncle sam or whatever the heck his name is oh my and- god what is now i actively hate you because here's the thing, even if you're not a Wizard of Oz fan, you you better be a Lost fan, which has tons of Wizard of Oz references. Henry Gale, Auntie M and Uncle Henry. Uh, get Uncle, with the Uncle program. Is that what? what I'm supposed to remember? 
Uncle Ben Linus? Is that yeah. the name I'm yeah, uh, Uncle Smoke Monster Chan. Come on. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ben Linus the Smoke Monster. I didn't see the last four seasons. No. Of oh, God, Chan, you're upsetting. Oh you're upsetting all you're of us right now. You're giving an aneurysm. Such a good show. Uh, um, hold so, on. I'm I'm yeah. editing I'm editing this document to add talk about Lost. <laughs> <laughs> then Pie Stolen. Well, okay. No, so her family. Pie Stolen yet. Her family thinks she's absolutely crazy, which is just wild to me. Um, but then, Why is like, that wild. Uh, you're telling me that if your if your daughter woke up one morning and said, "Oh, Papa, I had the most fantastical dream just now. I was in a land, uh, and there was a you know a talking a talking pumpkin head man and a talking scarecrow," you would just automatically be like, "Whoa, Luna traveled someplace weird." Yes. I've trained Luna not to lie. So if she comes at me with a story like that, that it must be accurate. Oh, man, you're in for a wild ride. <laughs> I'm curious what this training is, but, you know, we can talk about it off the air. That's right. That's uh, right. I'm sure there's many VHS tapes that uh, you, you'll be able to forward me that explain this process by which you have taught your three-year-old not to lie. I, uh, I've got a Calder Holbrook uh, collection of videotapes I could send you on the subject, Chan. Nice. So the, the thing that really drives me crazy here, and that like we were just like a minute in and I felt very depressed because they want to go out of their way to make you feel sad for this family. So uh, like in, in line, you have the fact that they're about, this is Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, they lose their entire farm and house to the bank for foreclosure because they couldn't pay their mortgage. Um, on top of that, the Auntie M and Uncle uh, Smoke Monster no. are having to go are having to go to the uh, uh, uh to a nursing home. They, despite the fact that they can still like move around and stuff and be on their own, they're getting kicked into a nursing home. And like, and and, and Dorothy is like going to an orphanage or something. No, it's yeah. like a cousin's house it's, or a foster it says situation. cousin's house, but I I think that that might have been changed for this yeah. version because it was it originally feels... it was originally orphanage. It's they're losing they're losing the farm, get, going to a nursing home, and she's going to an orphanage. <laughs> And on top of it, like uh, uh, his like lumbago is acting up. Like it's just it's like one thing on top of another. And but I'm they, just like, okay, I get it. They <laughs> are in bad. good spirits though. Like Aunt they, Am has just fine. made a really delicious pie that she sets on the windowsill. Correct. And they're all really excited about this big feast that they're gonna have. And you gotta you gotta admire their spirits. I love it. No, what's crazy about this is I just assumed they had like tons and tons of people showing up because they're like, let's make this a Thanksgiving to remember since it's the last day of our lives, basically. And we'll never see each other again after this is the subtext. And then nobody's nobody's planned to come over. It's just the three of them. And I got very upset even further. Ray, their feast consisted of a mince pie. Oh, no, she was probably making You want to bring over 40 people and... Oh, she has a Whoa. turkey at the end. Thank you. And you bring over 40 people, so they bring dishes, Chan. Have no. you never done things? You've been Thanksgiving here before. That's how we do it. No, Ray, these are simple farm folk. They don't know anyone outside wow. their immediate family. Wow. They're just they they're 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 depressed by economic anxieties, which cause them to vote against their best interests. And oh, thus you they lose no, their house. Do not say I that Aunt Em and Uncle Henry uh, are Trump supporters. They are oh. not. There's no they way they're they live in not. they live in Kansas on a farm. There's no That's way they're not state. Trump supporters. No, I'm sorry. they are 100%. not. They are not in, in their hearts, they are not. 
They're not only Trump no, no, no. supporters, they're probably QAnon fans no. because they got AOL online back in 1994. No, Aunt Em has nothing but love in her heart. No, love no, no. For the no. children who she is trying to save. Eventually, they're going to have to contend with the fact that their guy lost. And what is what what is all QAnon going to do once that actually happens? When January 20th rolls around and there's a new guy in the White House, they're going to retreat to their fantasy land, their Oz, if you will. Oz does this not. Is, Oz has a barrier up that does not let Republicans in. So they would not have been able to get in at the end if that was true. So what you're telling me is that Oz has built a wall to keep out immigrants. Thank you. So you're saying that everybody in Oz also were Trump supporters? Gina, this is a dark world that you have created, and I don't feel comfortable uh, w with it. Look, it's all I know them. is this cartoon pie. It looks delicious. <laughs> Look, and until it saying, comes to life, I want to eat it. <laughs> the Have wizard is clearly pie? a libertarian. No. Okay, oh, wait, look at what wait. he does. It's fine. <laughs> hold on, oh, hold the on. Wizard? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, what, a... what is this mince pie is full of, of trash. No, it's just filled with meats from different countries. Okay, no, we'll get there because this is outrageous. So the pie is stolen. It turns out it's the Wizard of Oz who steals it because, uh, uh, like the the, the Uncle uh, Smoke Monster tries to tries to run after him and he like he can't. He physically can't move fast enough or enough, quite frankly, he's got, he's in got order the to arthritis. get to him. He, he get the arthritis in his knee and he can't move. So Dorothy is like, I'm gonna go beat that dude's ass. And I'm just, I'm here for that moment. I was just like, Dorothy, go get him, girl. Yo, and there so are, like, real talk, and I will point them out, there are a lot mm -hmm. of awesome Dorothy moments in this special. Like, yeah. she is dope, I, I, and if you don't like this cartoon, you hate little girls. <laughs> no, I don't hate little girls. I hate the message that they're sending to little girls, that if, uh, you know, some dude in a, um, I, I don't know, a, a beat up old white van with no windows is driving around I was like hey little girl come here and she's like no i don't want to and let me give you a piece of my mind she's open up the door she walk right in to give her a piece of my mind and then she gets uh sent to live with uh jeffrey epstein are on you, his island are, no oz doesn't let jeffrey epstein's in they have a barrier up and it can sense if you're a pedophile mm-hmm mm-hmm so that whole caravan, they're preventing the caravan from getting into Oz. Oh, Is that what's you happening? just called members of the caravan pedophiles. <clears throat> well, you know what? Uh, some of them are. Uh, they're not sending their best. <laughs> Obviously, racked with diseases that they're trying to give to your family. Some of them, I assume, are good people. Oh, sorry. Wait. I just read that. That was a Facebook post on uh, Auntie M's Facebook. Sorry. I, uh... Oh, wow. no. She doesn't Ooh. have Facebook. Okay, oh, no, she's got she it. Posts. Here's, she's here's got the it. other reason this this cartoon is amazing and awesome, and you guys are wrong, is because the wizard is played by none other than Sid Caesar. Sid That's Caesar, pretty great, actually. Huge, huge talent. Huge talent. That Sid Caesar. Uh, I did not. I did not see the uh, messages you sent until later, and I was like listening. I was like, that sounds like Sid Caesar. Yeah. Ah, and he and he crushes it. He plays two different roles in this, and he's really going all out. Wait, but who else is he playing? He's playing the pie. And pie is also. Sick. And at that moment, we lost Chan. No, that that pie is hilarious. Uh, uh, I, I well. don't know how to feel about the pie. 
I don't we'll, know. We'll I'm not going to say good or bad. Let's wait till it comes alive before we talk about it, because we got to talk about this turkey balloon now, because the wizard's like, yo, I just moved into a tent down the street from you. Uh, maybe a bad decision because you're losing your house tomorrow. And, yeah, he, uh, I don't he know what I was thinking. The, he went from being the all-powerful Oz uh, in Oz, and then he took his balloon at Dorothy's behest and flew away from this magical land. And into poor farm country where he could not make a living. He should blame her for all of this. This is what kills me is he makes this horrible looking turkey balloon. It's a big green with patchwork turkey balloon that's supposed to, he's trying to, his, his, his goal here. Okay. His plan was, I'm going to, I'm going to rent this thing out to like the Macy's day parade and, and the Christmas parade, and all these other parades around the world, the shitty ass green patchwork Turkey. Uh, I'm going to rent it out and I'm going to do it for my home office at this tent by the side of the road in rural Kansas. It is mm. not the best plan for a guy who is the all-powerful oz uh even dorothy looks at it and she's like yo that shit is ugly i couldn't believe they said shit in the show but there it it is weird yeah yeah Yeah. uh it's it sounds like a terrible plan but when you're on meth everything's (laughs) a great plan because this dude made an entire thanksgiving day parade uh turkey balloon (laughs) overnight in the dark in the dark that is meth or cocaine depending on uh, what you can get in Kansas, which says to me is crystal meth. Yeah, and that's his justification for why it's a horrible puke green color. But here's the thing: other than the color, like that's a, I don't see either of you being able to make a 50 foot dope looking turkey balloon. Like if he had just used a regular color instead of puke green, that would have been a pretty sweet balloon. Uh, Gene, if I could use my white guy confidence for a second, the only reason I have it is because I haven't tried. <laughs> Thank you. Have you actually seen a Thanksgiving Day parade balloon? I know? have not. Those missed. things look nice. I have, this thing looks like garbage. I have not missed a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade since I was a fetus. Then you are <laughs> insulting every single balloon creator Yo, that you have ever seen in your entire life by serious? saying this is basically as good. And he makes basically. it in one night in his camper. I mm-hmm. think it's impressive. And it hey, actually Gina, flies. Gina. Can you read my uh, spec script that I wrote? Uh, it's for two and a half men. I wrote it in one night, so clearly it's very good. Oh, you also wrote it in the dark, too, I believe. In the dark. I could not see a lick. Look. But I'm pretty sure there are no typos. He built a giant turkey balloon able to steal pies with its beak somehow that mm-hmm. actually flies. And not only flies, flies to magical lands. Scene opens. Charlie Sheen walks into kitchen. First no. line of dialogue. Masterpiece. So the giant turkey balloon steals the mince pie. <laughs> the turkey balloon somehow steals the mince pie, starts to fly away. Dorothy has to grab the rope, and she flies away with uh, with Toto the dog and the mince pie. And wouldn't you know it, they're going back to Oz. What a what a. I mean, it's the title of the title of the show, so I imagine, yeah. Yeah, you gotta get back somehow. Gotta go back to Oz. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get our first big song. Uh, could you play a little bit? Because I've honestly already completely forgotten it. Uh, I'm really more obsessed with the other two songs in here. <laughs> <laughs> And 
and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's delightful. like this magical dreamy land. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very del- Disney-esque. It's, it's delightful. No, Rankin-Bass-esque, thank you very much. Mm, yeah, it I mean, felt what, pretty yeah. workmanlike. Like, when they got to the choruses on all their songs, I was like, all right, I, I get it. This is not... It is the it is proper structure of a song, but it's pretty terrible. But this was not written by an untalented songwriter. You it doesn't mean they were inspired. To, are you but telling it's not me you don't bad. like the songs in Rudolph? You don't like the songs in Frosty? Are you telling me that uh, the Tommyknockers is just as good as the Stand? Because one dude wrote them both. I mean, book wise or movie wise? Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think you're, I think this is, uh, this is an underrated Thanksgiving classic. Wait a minute. They made books out of those movies. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I hate you both so much. Uh, I don't think we're allowed to, uh, well, I mean, it, it would be rude to talk trash about uh, the uh, new Stan miniseries before it even happens, oh. but also, especially because it's on CBS, we can't uh, jeopardize. First we of don't all, say bad you- things about CBS here. Wait, first yeah, of all, why CBS would you ever shit talk that? The first miniseries was amazing. I just watched a whole 19-minute YouTube video about the making of it and little-known facts because I just finished <laughs> my reread of The Stand. I just finished rereading The Stand. And so I, I was about to ask, where do you have the time? And then I remember, oh, you're not married or having a kid. <laughs> hey, you made your bed of no time. You need to lay Look, in it. I made a lot of life choices that took me away from video games. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take a career that moved me back towards it again. All I'm saying is that stand miniseries, the new one, looks dope as shit. And I will be signing up for CBS All CBS Access. All Access? Just I forgot for that, that you don't get it free, which is terrible. No, TV TV terrible. places never give anyone anyone anything for free anymore. It's not oh, the 80s, Chan. I have that. I have CBS All Access. I'll be watching. You should. Yeah, we, you should. we paid for it so we could watch Star Trek. Yeah, that's why I, I guess that's we'll why watch I this stand Dan, you thing. Both, you it? both have it, and I don't have it. I've, I've written on three seasons of a CB, CBS <laughs> shows in the, the last three years. Really? Because I paid nine ninety nine a month. It's a tax nine ninety nine. Tax. Write-off. Are you getting the the ad free? Come on, be. man. I That's how be. they get you. Five ninety nine. Uh, you're getting scammed. Look, I'll pay four bucks to not watch those ads. Trust me, it's it's paid. yeah. That's, you, that's... Tip for people at home: if you have Hulu and you're doing it with the ads, oh, pay I, the I extra two dollars a month. Dear Lord, what is wrong with you? But you he... save, you get all your time back. You have enough time to be Gina reading the stand and then no, watching I YouTube like videos to, about I it. Like just from that use, one choice. I like to use those forty five second commercial bursts to clean. You know, Gina, there's a pause function. No, because then, then this is this like makes me time it. Like I get to do it quick, and it's like a game of like how many dishes can I wash it wash in these forty five seconds. These this shows is... go from fifty eight minutes to forty two minutes, and you can watch an extra show every night if you just pay the two dollars a month. Just... I have Ray, my system, Ray, 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 and Ray. I like it. Step back, and let's talk about the fact that you gave her an Xbox. But she still thinks games are 45 seconds of dishwashing. So I don't know that fun (laughs) is really a thing that we should go to Gina for advice on. First of all, I probably have more video game systems than the both of you combined. Uh, So that's not my first system. This ain't my first rodeo, as Dr. Phil would say. 
Uh, Gina, uh, you, had you hooked up the Xbox One, you would have seen that I did preload it with the 45-second dishwashing uh, simulator. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it's right there for you. So Dorothy lands in Oz, and we get immediately introduced to Jack Pumpkinhead. And in my mind, I'm just like, yo, this was before Return to Oz came out. Yeah. They're obviously, uh, uh, we're going to get introduced to all the Return to Oz characters uh-huh. uh, like five years before that movie comes out. That's actually kind of cool, despite the fact that, as I said before, that movie makes me pee my pants. It's based on books, though, Ray. You know that, right? It's I not- don't know. I don't know that. Oh, I don't know no. what the book <laughs> Like, I'm not that's familiar. why that's why the characters in this look so similar to the characters in Return to Oz. It's why Jack Pumpkinhead and TikTok look exactly like Jack Pumpkinhead and TikTok in Return to Oz because it's tiger. all based on it's all based on books. But yeah, Pumpkinhead in in Return to Oz is a terrifying is a is a really scary character and he's basically the same character here. And Pumpkinhead is terrifying even before Lance Hendrickson shows up. <laughs> That's a good reference for you, Ray. <laughs> it's a movie reference. I mean, that's all I got, you know. <laughs> I mean, Ray. yeah, I, I think I get it just based on context clues. So I'll just give a perfunctory. <laughs> and oh, we can move on. I'll be honest, add, that's the strongest laugh I've ever gotten your, from <laughs> Chan, you need to add that movie to your Halloween movie rotation because it is scary. Pumpkinhead? Pumpkinhead with Lance Henriksen. Pumpkinhead it's with Lance Henriksen, underrated Halloween movie. It's Quite honestly, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just pretty good movie. I'll yeah, he's a, he's like a farm man, and Pumpkinhead is coming out of the earth to get his revenge. Yeah, that sounds it's, terrible. It's no, shockingly it's good. Great. But, you know, I think Jan, I'll just watch uh, Event Horizon or Hellraiser two again. Did you Did you like Candyman? It, it's it, it's very much in the feel of Candyman. Yeah, it's it's someone done wrong. Pumpkinhead gonna get him. Pumpkinhead gonna give it to you. <laughs> so we get introduced to our plot device character, our antagonist, whose name is Nope. I'm just cutting you off. Uh, Tyrone. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, yeah. you missed the Let's weird thing it. about how Jack Pumpkinhead immediately. I, we need to get a sound bite on this because oh, he immediately it. thinks that Dorothy is the enemy because he thinks oh. she's holding a pumpkin pie. Hello, enemy. I give up. What makes you think I'm the enemy? Anybody who carries a pumpkin pie is the enemy to me. First of all, that is not a guy you want on your team who greets you with, (laughs) hello, enemy, I give up. It it has weird, um, I don't know, connotations of, because there's, there's a banjo playing in the background so it sounds like it's making fun of like southern hicks or something like that um like like you would expect him to have like a a dixie flag on his (laughs) coveralls or something like that stop trying to turn these characters into republicans i mean find me another uh reference here because he's got a he's got a hick accent, he, and he is a coward. Uh, in, in in the movie, he's a coward. And can I just say that one of the most disturbing parts of the movie, uh, because again, this character is very disturbing looking. And at some point, he asks Dorothy to feel his head for soft spots, which yep. is so is such a creepy ask. And then also you realize, oh, so this dude's pumpkin head is going to rot? He's checking it for rot? 
So at some point, his head is just going to start rotting away. It's a terrifying thing to teach a kid. At some point, we all are going to rot, Gina. Not me. I've made too many deals. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so Gina, you're telling me that all those years I was at the single seat asking ladies to check my head for rot was not working for me? Can you, hello? I mean, can, I, can, I, can I buy you a drink while you check my head for soft spots? I really thought that was a winner. I figured like she's into Oz, she'd be into me. Oh, I'm but you're right. You're, looking so back, disturbed. I was not not very successful at all. Look, Pumpkinhead does it. not get laid in this cartoon, so I think well, we know that it just doesn't work out. Are so you get, okay? Hold it. Yes. Are you suggesting that he is getting? I think there's uh, a chance. Pumpkinhead from somebody. Look, I'm just saying his name is Jack Pumpkinhead. Getting Pumpkinhead. So you think there's a Jill right Pumpkinhead? There. I'm saying there's there could be. Look, we have just because we haven't met her doesn't mean she's not there. So this is the part of the episode where we get introduced to our antagonist, who is, and I'm going to get it out, Tyrone the Terrible Toy Tinker, uh, who doesn't seem like that bad. Uh, I don't know. He makes giant toy soldiers, which is a little weird. And he, Jack Pumpkin, who's not the person you want in charge of the Doomsday device, let me just put it out there. Uh, he's the one who has this life powder uh, what's the name of this powder? Powder of life. Yeah. Powder of life. Okay. I got it. So powder of life. And, uh, he's got like a coffee can of it, a giant coffee can of it. And he's like, whenever you sprinkle this on comes to life. And for some reason, I'm the one entrusted with it. The guy who was ready to surrender one second after meeting you. Yeah. So I this can was see how, where this plan goes bad. This was how Jack, this was how Jack Pumpkinhead was brought to life. In in the books and in this and in Return to well, Oz. Well, in this show, sure, yeah. Uh, uh, so, and he because he's such an honest soul, he's entrusted with this with this powder. Not right. Uh, but also two like thirty seconds earlier, he thinks Dorothy is the enemy because she has a pie, and now he's saying, "Hey, do you want to see the most dangerous thing in Oz? Here you go, stranger." So not so, the best so tactician. Weird. At, no. at the very okay, here's, like uh, I hear you talking mad trash about this guy because of how we meet him and to be perfectly honest if Ray showed up at your house and he had like um y- the bloody head of your brother in his hand and like a chainsaw on the other and he and he was like ah uh, you where are you going would- with this chance <laughs> You I would think, think I uh, I, uh, you're the enemy, and also I surrender because you're terrifying. Nope. She's coming in with what he think what he thinks is uh, his people all all mashed up and made into food. So, but Chad, they're not his scary. people because they haven't been sprinkled with the the life powder. So, no. You know, and here's the thing: I I will refute this because I I subscribe to uh, the Corey Hart school of warfare in that I never surrender. And so if Ray came to my door, I would either take him out or kill myself before I surrendered. Well, Gina, the problem is if I showed up at your door like that, your ring, uh, the ring device would not recognize me. <laughs> well, I would get the drop on you. That's true. No, the, pro- the problem is you wouldn't, cut. you wouldn't be able to uh, do anything because you would be wearing your sunglasses at night. So you would be able to see him. That's a less deep cut that people might possibly understand. Oh, Ray. come on. Everyone, everyone, everyone knows never surrender. 
to never no, never surrender is fine. No, never surrender is fine. People don't know that I showed up at your house one day and didn't trigger your ring. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they do now. It's Ray, now common knowledge, Chan. Ray left something on my porch and. My ring did not go off, which, by the way, it was, sent his body move. heat. So now I think Ray's a zombie. Yeah, I'm a vampire. And I just saw a movement out of the side of my eye, but I thought, well, oh, no, that can't be a person because my ring didn't go off. And so I opened the door and just squint at this person getting into a car. And why is there something on my on my porch? And oh. I think that Ray has been undead this whole time. It would explain my soul. That's for sure. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, moving no. forward, <laughs> Tyrone shows up and he steals the life powder in like what a second and a half. It takes him no time at all to do it. I'm actually wondering why it's taken him so long to do it. Because it oh, okay, because at first he's a af- he's also afraid of the turkey balloon. He doesn't realize that it's a balloon. He thinks it's legitimately a giant turkey. Okay, fair. And fair. so then he he's- hears Dorothy say balloon, and he jumps out of hiding and goes balloon. And so then he gets the idea because he sees that Pumpkinhead has this has this powder. And so he's like, oh, well, shit, if that thing's not alive, I can bring it to life and and yep. make it my slave. Yep. This all tracks. A lot of slavery talk. The 80s. <laughs> oh. That was not a big deal. Oh. He a little he more. Actually more so slave. He doesn't actually say slave. Yes, he does. Does he? I think he absolutely does. It's an inanimate object come to life. You're well, allowed so here to make it to slaves. The, the Green Goblin, uh, uh, Green Gobbler, Green Goblin. Yeah, the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, comes to life. <laughs> no, you should be thinking that this entire time because it is basically that. Yeah, uh, he comes to life. It turns out there was, ec- and so he flies away on the turkey. That's great. And then a little extra powder somehow hit the mincemeat pie. Love which it. Which now is speaking 
with a different accent with every line. And why? Because he's made of a bunch of different types of meat. Now, I'm wondering. Love that how, bit. But like, does this mean the meat came from the four corners of the earth? That means that part of the meat came from Germany. Come, some of the meat came from Spain. It's some of the just meat came a from good France. bit, Ray. It's just a good no, bit. I want to make sense no of this. wonder her stupid grandparents can't afford the house because they're buying all sorts of crazy ass imported meats from all over the world just to make a goddamn pie for a party that no one's coming to. You know, first of all, they take pride in their cooking. Second of all, you don't know that it's all meat. It could be imported spices. There could be there could be, you know, something in the dough. Uh, they might have gotten something in, in the dough. I, I don't something know. In the dough. We already talked about what was in the, the dough. Well, yeah, the flour could be for. The, it, it's talking in 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 an Italian accent, in Scottish accent, in an English accent. And again, this is this is Sid Caesar once again. And I, this is a cool, weird, Osworthy thing that now there's a talking pie that no one is allowed to eat because it's sentient and it's and it's creepy. And I appreciate it. See, Chad, I will say. That I was uh, uh, part of the reason why it wasn't connecting with me was because I was like, oh, yeah, that's basically uh, Robin Williams doing Aladdin, even though this is, you know, what, 10 years earlier. So, you know, if anything, Disney ripped them off. But even still, I was like, oh, yeah, kind of seen this. But also, you are right. It is kind of a cool thing. Um, and I, I, I feel like um, it should cut it more slack. Yeah, creepy wow. pie, Coming creepy around. sentient pie slack. Who who knew that was what was going to bring you back to the table? <laughs> I, you know, I it's did. the weirdest things. <laughs> and Dorothy wants to go warn Ozma, but uh, uh, Pumpkinhead tells her it's a two day walk. So instead, they decide to head to Kukula Mountain. Yep, we got to go through the Tiger Cave. We got to get to the Volcano Castle, and we got to get past this tiger. And let's talk a whole lot about pioneers now for no good reason. Oh, by the way, can I just say that the the name of this pie is UN Crust. Yeah. Come on, that's great. UN Crust? Yeah, UN Crust. Like well, UN, UN, UN Crust U- a pie, but the UN is the United Nations. Yeah, U- United so. Nations Crust cuz he's filled with all the different countries. I I guess. Oh, come on. That's a it's good fun. bit we for lost a kid's Chan cartoon. Again. Yep, we that lost is a it. good bit for a kid's cartoon. I do like, though. Oh, just because me mince pies are made for a wee bit of everything. Ecumenical, as you might say. I have never heard the word ecumenical used in a children's cartoon. Yeah. I'd be hard-pressed to think of a time that I've heard it on television so you know what? I will give props to that. Yes. That was, yes. You know what? You haven't heard it until Unicorn Season 2 comes out <laughs> and Gina works it into a script. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, this pie this pie is this pie is inching inching you towards liking this cartoon. <laughs> yes. So no, we just because they start walking, they start walking towards this tiger cave, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, what we should probably be talking about pioneers. Okay, you so know, this, let's have a so, whole conversation about pioneers. Okay, so this is the second point in the cartoon that they altered to make it more uh, year-round friendly. The original discussion was Dorothy saying, at, like, "Oh, to kill the t- to pass the time as we walk to this cave." 
I'll tell you about the pilgrims, which makes more sure. sense because it's thank it's around Thanksgiving and it's it's you know she's going to tell them the story of Thanksgiving. <laughs> but the the makers of the cartoon said, you know what, we want to be able to play this uh, giant turkey cartoon in the summertime too. So let's change the word pilgrim to pioneers. And it's weird. It's it's because to be walking towards a cave and to out of nowhere say, you know what? I'm going to tell you a story about pioneers to kill the time. It's like, okay, uh, there's weird. a talking pie here. So I guess this isn't any weirder. You know, one thing I would like to say, though, is that UN crust is definitely a pioneer. That's solid. And I ain't going to front. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and I really mark it for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mark, mark that one. That's my highlight of the show. Um, <laughs> no, no. Let's go back further. It's the highlight of this entire podcast <laughs> going back five years. Wow. You are not going to do better than this, Ray. Wow. You have not done. You will not ever do. Jada, get me the suit. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, time? it's time. You know what? I'm never, I'm never, I'm never going to be able to chase this high again. I might as well go out on top. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. I'm, not, I'm on board right. with it. But then do Chan and I continue on the podcast without you? Well, I'll be a ghost and I'll. Uh, oh, I'll you'll still be podcasting? I'm sure yeah, your yeah, wife will be thrilled change. that that's what you choose to uh, come back. That's your unfinished Man, business to come back for. Are you kidding me? She'll be glad to be rid of me. There's there's a Brazilian yeah, I, helicopter that's what, that's pilot what I'm somewhere. Saying. She, she'll be glad to be rid of you and then you'll come back and she'll be like, oh, you had unfinished business? Is it your baby daughter or your love for me? And then you'll say, no, it's Tuesday night. I've got to record knowing is half the podcast. <laughs> do you still want me to go in the garage to do it? <laughs> I'll be honest. If you were to say that to her right now, she'd be like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we get our second song, and this one, uh, Gina, I'm going to need some explanation here because I swear to God, Sid Caesar keeps singing about beans in your butt, which it's- is a little, it's a little weird. It's a little bit. Can we hear a little bit, uh, Chan, before Gina gives me this full-on correct explanation of what's going on? Oh boy. With beans in your butt and a bone up your back and a heart that wants to believe, ain't nothing can hurt in this whole world. Ain't nothing can make you grieve. Oh, I wanted more of it. You're not oh, getting it. Dang. No. You can you can go watch it again if you want to. That's a good that's a good song. I, I couldn't understand half of what he said. That's my what biggest problem. Is like I'm listening to the chords like the seventh or eighth time. I thought I maybe could figure out half of it. Like I had a very well, hard time with it. To be fair, like these uh idioms are not common anymore. That's the to, problem, uh, yeah. Beans uh for brains. Uh, button your head, uh, a bone in your back. I mean, that's just like a weird construction. Um, if you've got uh, backbone, and, and it then, means if you got smart right. heart and no. courage. I understand. I'm all explaining of these it things. for Ray, who doesn't. It's, it's I have none of those poorly things. put together. No, I like that song. <laughs> you know, it's you know like what I, a you know mince have? pie. I have it's, beans in my butt. Yeah, that that makes sense that you thought it was beans in your butt because we all know you like to stuff things in your butt, Ray, but it wasn't. It's not what he was singing. And I appreciate anytime I hear a weird Sid Caesar song, I am on board. How can you not be on board? Like if this was on laughing, you would have been like, oh, this is genius. Look at Sid Caesar doing his bit on laughing about beans in your button. This is great. This is hilarious. But because it's a kid's cartoon, you hate it. 
does Gina think that Sid Caesar was a regular on Laughing? He was definitely think, on Laughing. He made appearances he, on Laughing. Is she confusing Sid Caesar with Google Goldie it. Hawn? Google it. I'm I'm wondering about this world that Gina lives in, where Sid Caesar uh, ditties are just commonplace, and as she walks around, Google it. Also, you can't first, go to the also, supermarket you, without I, hearing a Sid Caesar song. Okay, first of all, you both were invited to my house several years ago for a weird movie that I put on, which was the live-action Alice in Wonderland, which we watched the first half of because it's a very long movie. We did, and I recall, I, I recall both of you being there. Well, I know Ray was there. Chan, were you there for Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> uh, I was definitely at the party. I don't remember if I was there for... Uh, Chan, I think I Chan was. showed up by himself. Uh, I do remember this party vividly for the people at home. And, there and we Italian did watch... Food. Yes, and we watched that. We had a gift exchange, and we did the first uh, half of Alice in Wonderland. Yes. And then I, just ha- I had to go home. And Sid Caesar is Great in party. that singing a song. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Ray is saying, what world does Gina live in where Sid Caesar's singing songs? But first of all, this cartoon has about two Sid Caesar songs in it. That and we've like, already, all, already watched another movie with another Sid Caesar song in it. That was like it. two so years ago. <laughs> you don't remember stuff from two years ago, Ray? You need to get your I don't remember CTE stuff from two checked minutes out. Ago. You need to get your CTE checked out and then donate your brain to science when you put on your finest suit and kill yourself I, later tonight. Guarantee it. No, I look. <laughs> I've been hitting the head a lot, everybody. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go ahead and uh, move on to the tiger cave because the tiger comes out as a very sassy vegetarian, and I am here for flipping the script. Yeah, I like that he's he's a tiger with a conscience, so he really wants to eat meat, but he can't. He feels bad, so he doesn't want to kill anything, which I like because that's how I feel uh, most of the time. I'm for this, except for the part where they say, well, yeah, but we're going to go find this evil dude. And then you can eat him with a clear conscience Mm. like the uh, Bernie gets vigilante. You are you just you just decide that someone's bad and then you can murder him and eat him, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer style. So we're just like wrapping up two horrible human beings in one. First of all, that dude is talking about like exterminating the Aussians. So he's the Hitler of Oz. If you had a trained tiger, would you not be like, hey, I know, I know you don't like to do this, but I'm giving you permission to eat Hitler. You're telling me you wouldn't do that? I mean, we already have the Green Gobbler on the whole Hitler situation. <laughs> I don't think we need to double up on it for Christ's sake. We've got it. It's taken care of. Okay, Gina, calm down. Situation resolved. You can, that's what Hitler you say. But then done. when Hitler escapes, you're going to be like, "Why didn't we double up to ensure that he would he would get it?" Gina, I don't want to burst your bubble or anything, but we took care of Hitler a long time ago. Yeah. The history books confirm he's gone. <laughs> Which is still, I mean, let's be frank here, a long effing time ago. God, that is that's like 20 years ago, Chan. What are you talking about? It is anytime you 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 put down the 80s, uh you, you think about the 80s, it gets further and further away. Not true. It's your childhood. That's not how it's time your childhood, works. But it's still further and further away. 1980, 40 years ago. That's outrageous. Not, Chan, not why you got a library over here? 40. I was you alive in the 80s and I am not 40, so that math does not check out. It's further away now than uh, what? What? Twenty fifty? 
No. The, yeah. The, 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 the year that, 2050. No, there's no such thing as 2050. Yeah, that's a lie. Um, so <laughs> moving forward, they join forces with the tiger uh, in this horrible way that Chan is referenced because, yeah, uh, uh, it's like the chaplains who go to war. And the, the, the soldiers are all just like, you know, I'm worried about religious reasons for not killing people. It's literally pretty prominent in the book I worship. And, and the chaplain's like, no, 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 they're Germans. You can kill them. <laughs> It's kind of the same logic here with the tiger and uh, a proto Hitler, uh, Tyrone, the toy tinkerer. Yeah. The glee with which he like imagines this meal is kind of. What a nummy idea. A chubby Tyrone burger. Where's my mustard? Yeah. yeah that's like, that's a bit much. This cartoon bit much. is so weird and twisted. How can you guys not like it? Uh, I will say. I don't hate this, but I am creeped out by it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 creepy and weird and disturbing, like Return to Oz. That's why I love it. Return it's to just, Oz, it's as just I said like, before, made me shit my pants as a kid. <laughs> so maybe I have some lingering memories. But this is like, it's like an even more kitted down version of that weird stuff. So it's like weird stuff light, but it's still entertaining. It's, I mean, that's the problem is that the rest of it is so, it borders on strawberry shortcake sweetness. He also, which is did, like he also wrote strawberry shortcake. Romeo Muller For also wrote, wrote a strawberry shortcake. Son up. of a bitch. I am a fan. I, All right, I'm, I'm telling I like you, the, look him up. He he, Puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, look, Bob Muller's done a lot of good for this country. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, but to know that he did strawberry shortcake really... Really puts the uh, strawberry on top. I mean, I didn't get you with the Hobbit cartoon. I feel like everyone loved that weird Hobbit cartoon. Big fan. Big eh, fan of the Hobbit cartoon. I'm a boxy guy. Oh. Mm, also good. Fritz the Cat. Really look, good. Uh, here's uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. I know you guys usually look stuff up more than I do, but after we're done here, look up Romeo Muller. You will be impressed. His his con- His contribution to... All of the like kids animation and claymation movies cannot be overstated. I mean, he sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, Google him. Google him when so we're we done. we we meet TikTok, uh, who unfortunately t- turns out to not be a 25 second video of someone dancing. No, I would... uh, boo boo! I hate that reference. <laughs> Oh man, if he flossed, I would be all about. Oh no, TikTok the robot was around way before, way before. Dude, what if you made a TikTok video of yourself dressed as TikTok? You start doing the floss, you stop. Somebody winds you up, and then you finish doing the floss. This is the greatest video in the history of the internet. That actually is probably the best idea you've ever had. I'm and I'm not being sarcastic at all. No, for real. I think we like should the, do this. The arms moving kind of look like a um, the arms are like a grandfather clock on TikTok, right? On top, just like multiple layers. Oh, this is- man. I mean, it would be a very specific audience, but I bet it would go viral and we would all be billionaires. Our video channel only has two things. Gina lip syncing Christmas shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> and that. that terrible sound was coming out of my mouth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that's our whole that's our youtube everybody thank you oh okay okay <laughs> romeo muller was also the voice of the narrator the talking son in the strawberry shortcake tv special oh snap which yeah. he also wrote and co-produced come on how could you not like this here's the thing no um, 
I really love the Louis series. I think it's fantastic uh, work of art. The person himself is a completely <laughs> separate thing from that. No. I can separate them all. And, you know, because um, if, if you're saying that just because he's a good person, we should like all of no. the things he's done. Uh, no, I'm saying yeah. that he clearly is talented. He wrote he wrote the best of the strawberry shortcakes. He also wrote material for Jack Benny. Yeah. To what Chan said, though, Life with Louie is an excellent cartoon. We've done it here on the show, and I can't imagine anybody hating Louie Anderson. Yeah, it's so weird that it turns out that he uh, cornered women in hotel rooms. and Not not the off. guy you would think would we're do gonna, it. We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued for this. <laughs> I'm so, trying to work in a Louis the Fourteenth reference here. Give me a minute. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just uh, running through some ideas in my head or like, well, we're running uh, long, so we got to start pushing towards the end here. <laughs> As it wind turns in out. the willows. He did wind in the willows. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right. So uh, uh, they join forces in the cave. They get lost in the cave. They meet TikTok. They got to push a rock to get to the castle. The gobbler attacks them in a kind of scary ass moment. Wait. Dorothy gets abducted and taken to the castle. Wait. The pie does a pretty good bit when they're all trying to move the the rock that's blocking. What was the bit? I don't remember that. That's that's when Chan plays the bit. That's delightful. You had me you had me look <laughs> we had to cut out like a minute and a half where I went searching around for this drop that you're talking about, and that's what you wanted me to find. There come on, there's a pie in a cave. While a pumpkin head, a wind up, a wind up clock, a vegetarian tiger, and a little girl from Kansas are trying to move a rock, and the pie is going yeah da 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 push yeah da da. Yeah, I could I could live without that in my life. Um, you guys are no fun at all. I was getting I was getting close. I was almost on. I had set one delicate toe. On board the ship, I was getting ready to ride it, and then you just take the gangplank and went wobble, 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 wobble. Now I'm back on shore. Oh my god, you guys are no fun. <laughs> so I noted here uh, because Dorothy's just been abducted, and there's only like three minutes to go with this special. But they so pack we... a lot of fun into these three minutes because oh, because it's it's crazy. Dorothy's sassy response when she meets the the tinker is great. Yeah, she's like, "I'm not afraid of you." Kansas girl, like, air easy. She says, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. he's so dejected. I love yeah, how dejected he is. He's just like, "You're you're afraid of me," and she goes, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "Yeah, you are." And she she goes, "No, I'm not." And he goes, "Oh." And he's just so sad that he's bad because as we find out in a little while, he was bad at, at just, you know, living his life. So he decided to be a villain and now he's found out that he's not good at that either. Yeah. He has the same origin story as a lot of wacky morning DJs. How long you been trying, you waiting to test out that material, Ray. I'll be honest. I'm very proud of myself. I think that's even better than pioneer. It is not. It, it is definitely not. It. But also, as an objective should, observer, the, this guy's line delivery on a lot of these lines is hilarious. Like she's trying to convince him, like, "Hey, you're a toy maker. It's it's almost Christmas time. We're in Oz." 
and he just goes toys christmas oz i don't get the connection good line reading it's a good that is it is solid that was strong that was strong um i don't know i i the whole thing at this point i was like her whole deal is her innocence makes people feel guilty so that they won't do bad things like she comes up she comes to the tiger who's like i'm gonna murder you and she's like no you won't and he's like you're right i'm weak i'm horrible she comes up to this tinker he's like i'm gonna kill you and i want to enslave the entire and she's like no you won't And he's like oh you're right i feel bad no it's not she's not guilting them she's showing them that she's not afraid of them because bullies want you to be afraid of them and once you're not you're taking away their power it's a good message it's a good yeah. message that's pure bullshit. Yeah. We have four years to attest to the fact that that wouldn't do squat. No, no, no one ever, no one ever stood up to Trump in those four years, at least no one of consequence. So you're saying that a little nine-year-old Kansas girl <laughs> could have walked into the Oval Office and be like, Mr. President, you're being a sissy pants. And he'd be like, oh, no, you're right. That's so terrible. I really should go to therapy and talk about my feelings about my dad instead of ruining everybody's goddamn <laughs> Look, it's life. Not just that. It's also the touching song that she sings. But she's, she shows him, like, dude, you're not even scary enough to scare a little girl. You need to find a new career path. And he resists it. But then she says, Kansas girls don't scare easy. Great message. Especially in 1980, you need to give this some credit. Again, very no, 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 strawberry no. shortcake-y of this is, this is just before the peak of um, Stranger Danger. Uh, I feel like every message post this is don't talk to strangers turn around and run don't stand up to them because then they're just going to pick you up and throw you into their windowless no, van these rules don't where you apply get sold to Oz. an island here's the thing you they, this has already been set up wizard of Oz has already been set up as she goes there and she talks to a bunch of strangers they can't now go back on that message and say hey you shouldn't talk to strangers she's already talked to pumpkin head a um, sentient pie uh, TikTok, a vegetarian yeah. tiger. So at this point, it does her no good. She has to stand her ground. Her entire character revolves around talking to strangers. I mean, that's exactly. literally all she does. Exactly. But she, is- she not only stands her ground, she gets to his story where she says, oh, yeah, I did have dreams of, you know, being a good guy who made toys at some point, but it didn't work out. And she says, it's not too late. It's a very, you know, Christmas carol-y thing. They drew him so he looks like Santa. They're clearly setting him up to become the Santa of Oz. I think this is cool. This song, by by the time we get to this song, I am pretty checked out in terms of music. Oh, yeah. Well, can we hear a little bit of it, Chan? Love and lots and toys. And Oz can happen. Yeah, it's real saccharine. It gets real saccharine at this point because Tyrone now decides he cannot do evil anymore. Uh, What I appreciate is that the rest of the heroes finally catch up with Dorothy and try to beat the shit out of him (laughs) anyway. 
Yeah, that lion, that tiger's about to eat that, that fool. That tiger wants that mustard, man. He wants it. He wants it bad. He was promised um, food. <laughs> and she's like, this, oh, he's not evil anymore. No. So you go hungry, you piece of crap. Yeah, this is, I would do the same thing. If someone was like, hey, hike through this mountain and I'll give you a sandwich on the other side. If when I got there, they were like, no more sandwich. I would be like, cool. I'm throwing you into this volcano that I'm about to make active. I swear to God, we have this whole saccharine, you know, sweet song about snow and rainbows and happiness. And he changes his mind and wants to be the Santa of Oz. And then this tiger breaks down the door like fucking John Rambo and just <laughs> tries to murder him. And I, I'll be honest, that was my favorite part of the entire I cartoon. mean, come on. There's a lot of good, good parts in this. But yes, this is when they all come and try to oh, murder him. It's, it's so very good. fun. They're not having it. They're like, shut up, Dorothy. I'm, I psych myself up all day to murder this guy. I'm doing it. Um, uh, weirdly, and I wonder if this wasn't a situation where they had a bunch more that they cut. Um, like, yeah, they throw this powder of life, this life-giving powder, into the volcano. And so I'm like, oh, we're going to have lava monsters or just one giant lava monster. And like, no, it just blows up. No, this is not yeah. This is not something they cut. The thinking was it makes it, it makes it alive slash live. So it turns an inactive volcano into an active volcano. Oh. Sort of I a, thought they, we were going to get a talking volcano. It's sort of a play they didn't on turn words. The fuck, they didn't turn a, a goddamn pumpkin into a live pumpkin. They turned it into an, a humanoid creature who has a conscience and exists and has thoughts. Like, does the does the volcano now is is a sentient volcano? No, it turned. Is it this like lava? Is this like that short that Pixar short where the uh, the, <laughs> the island is like I oh. love you. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good that's, that's a good Pixar story hell yeah it is well, it makes me cry so the whole thing is gonna blow up right now and so they're hey they're all saved by the green gobbler he saves them all how about yeah. that he swoops we all, in and we flies them away he swoops in and flies them away to Oz and then just the real weird part they say like okay you've saved Oz I, I guess ideally uh, so we're gonna give you a reward we've teleported your family's farmhouse to Oz wait. where you will now have Thanksgiving in Oz and you now must live forever in Oz wait no okay so so first of all she meets Ozma and we see the OG characters they don't speak for okay, some sure. reason which is weird but we see the cowardly lion the tin man and the scarecrow there so she's reunited with her original friends and then Ozma the who is now the queen of of Oz, who you'll remember from Return to Oz as the as the the one that Mombi imprisoned, uh, and so she says to her like, "What do you want?" She says, "More than anything, I want to see Aunt Em and Uncle Henry, because remember they're going to a home tomorrow, Ray, and I'm going to an orphanage tomorrow, Ray, and we can't Cousins. we can't Cousins. afford this house because the bank is foreclosing on it, Ray." Also, they're not going to a, 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 a um, an old folks home. They're going to a nice hotel <laughs> somewhere up up north. And so, uh, so Ozma says, Special "Okay, farm. oh, so you want to go home? You have good friends back home." And she's like, "No, everyone hates me back home. <laughs> I literally only have friends in Oz." It's true. So, so of course, yeah, that's a red flag. Her, all yeah. of her problems are solved by the fact that they pick up this farm, which I assume has no indoor plumbing because there aren't pipes sticking out the bottom of it. Uh, it's Kansas. They don't have indoor plumbing now. <laughs> zing, 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 zing. Wow, wow. Yeah, oh, fuck we you, just, We just lost our one listener from Kansas. 
you were okay. But you this, you one listener, you're cool. But this is dope. This is this solves all of their problems. No more home. Uh, uh, no more orphanage, no, no more, more bank. Home. The bank's going to show up in the morning and, and they're really going to yeah. get what they deserve. Stupid big bank. Thank and you for now, mentioning it, Gina. People at that bank aren't going to have a good Thanksgiving or Christmas because now they've lost out on that revenue stream. I think oh. this is anti-capitalism and I am, I am sternly <laughs> not here for it. I feel yeah. bad for the poor people at the bank who worked very hard to foreclose that loan. They had to file all that paperwork. They probably gave them several chances to pay it back. No, how they do they there. live with themselves they don't even with get a job the like that? How do they live with themselves? That's like being a repo man. Think of that poor banker that's not going to get his bonus this <laughs> year you. because he didn't foreclose enough houses. Uh, but can Thank I just you. say that? So, uh, so Aunt Em and Uncle Henry are flown over the rainbow, f- house and all, and then they they set down, and then Dorothy's like, Aunt Em, Uncle Henry, and they're like, Oh, I guess she was telling the truth all along. Ha ha! Look, there's a that sentient pumpkin man, and that mince pie that I made is now talking. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. Like they take that shit in stride and it makes me love them even more. (laughs) And especially like it's especially weird because in Return to Oz, which is, again, just the darkest, weirdest movie. But 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 it starts on the premise that Dorothy can't stop talking about how she went to Oz. So her Aunt Em takes her to get electroshock therapy. To get these crazy thoughts out of her head, she's going to do this newfangled therapy that they had in the black and white days uh, called electroshock therapy. So, and this Aunt Em is chill as fuck. Like, she's like, oh, cool. Okay, I guess no more, no more home for me. Now we live in this place that I, oh, it's everyone's so weird looking. All right, I did make an extra big turkey just for the three of us. And now it's a happy ending because that that tiger can eat a turkey because it's already dead. And what? and also Nobody the wizard the wizard yeah, smuggled not. himself away in in their chimney. He somehow knew chimney, they were going to be flown. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He put that ball in motion. Tyrone's going to mm-hmm. be Santa Claus from now on. Uh happy ending. Yeah, then that's our show. Uh happy endings everybody. Happy ending. Did I, I didn't. Did I? Ten jobs all you, around. Did I sway you at all. Look, I will I, say that I am leaving this enjoying it more than I did going in. Yes. Uh, I didn't look walking. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was kind of weird and kind of like to what Chan said. It it balances this these horrifying moments with this ultra sweet strawberry shortcake world. Weird tone issues. Yeah, and I just it, it, it's hard for me to kind of get a get a handle on what this thing is. Uh, because it's so all over the place and it's so weird. It's no, so, like, I like weird stuff. I didn't hate this, especially but I after the Berenstain Bears, which I think oh, was God. bland, was which was so a bland mad. holiday. I appreciate the the weird, the moments that are very weird and peppered throughout because they they keep your interest instead of just okay, this is just a bland holiday special. It's the weird little specifics. Which yeah. he's, which he also puts in in things like Rudolph, where it's like, oh, okay, there's a snow monster, but he's got a toothache. There's a, an elf, but he wants to be a dentist. There's all these weird freakish toys on an island of forgotten toys. It's 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 the little spins that he puts on things that make this some good kids writing. I think. I will say that this has not changed my mind. Uh, that um, Halloween specials 
generally are pretty good. Christmas specials are pretty good. There are no good Thanksgiving specials. They're all terrible. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Arguably, arguably because the holiday itself is bullshit. Ugh. Whoa! Now that's Jeez. a shot fired. I am not here for Chan. Thanksgiving I like is the, the food. best holiday. I like the food, but you can see in this very thing, they're trying to explain the story of pilgrims. Turns out it's you got to lie a lot. (laughs) And then they just and then the cops came and then they had a big old party. You're skipping over a lot of genocide there, my friend. Look, you don't want to be the 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 boner killer that brings up death at every holiday, which, by the way, you can do with every holiday because because the history of the world is filled with a lot of death. I do. Oh, every holiday no, fucking harbor day i'm all over guy. it can you think of all these trees that are dying for you for what oh, we had chan over terrible. for thanksgiving a couple years ago and he showed up literally me. dressed as the grim reaper he showed up <laughs> as father death and i i was surprised but at the end of the day not surprised, Look, not surprised no one no one likes the vegan on thanksgiving that's talking about how how all the turkeys are slaughtered either no one likes the person on christmas that's talking about all the trees that are cut down uh enjoy life let people enjoy life let them enjoy their life in oz in retirement this is the florida of of the world for aunt devon <laughs> uncle henry let them enjoy it you know what you know what we should enjoy we should enjoy a theme song throwdown. <laughs> I did just get someone just tweeted at me. Uh, CN Riss at CN Riss just tweeted. How do you think star versus the forces of evil theme song stands up to gravity falls? Oh, uh, stand versus the forces of evil star. What's I don't know. That I one. also don't know. So I can't answer, but I know that gravity oh, falls thought, was one of the best. I thought ones. you, you would Gina. Yeah, there's a show called Star Wars: The Force of Evil. I don't know. Uh, that. We'll do it in another round, okay. in a future round. We'll All see. Right. Yeah. It's the theme song throwdown. Bought that on cassette. <laughs> That's how old I am. It's the theme song throwdown. We are here with patron Andy Costello. How you doing, Andy? I'm wired. I'm full of caffeine right now. Yeah, it's either eleven thirty at night or five thirty in the morning. I'm not sure which. <laughs> it's uh, see, you don't have to have a kid now. You've got the experience. You've got the entire experience. Just uh, piss on yourself a little bit and just rub like chewed up food in your hair. You got it. No, I very intentionally have not ever had children and plan to never do that. I thought the same thing. I'm not going to tell you to do it. I'm saying sometimes things happen. I understand that. <laughs> Are you prepared to judge honestly, truthfully, impartially? Uh, I mean, impartially is a tall order. Uh, I, I will say yes. <laughs> yes, right. I am. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, here's the first song in the matchup. Okay. Kid Video. Video to my video. It's giving me 
That is a long uh, song. <laughs> it is a long song. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you've got to judge it without the visuals, which are pretty great. Right. I'm not going right. to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a I'm a big fan of TV show theme songs in general. I think that there is a, a real art to telling the entire story of a show or at least the, the mood of a show in about a minute. Yeah. Uh, and some shows and their songs do it very well. And others not so much which you know that's what this whole thing is about right wow are you which one what does this what category does this fall into i think the song is great i think when they added that extra 40 seconds or whatever at the end where it was like let's explain the premise of the show now is a little unnecessary uh i mean you know this is one of those things where had the show lasted for more than a season i think you could have cut that second half out and just had the song part Sure, sure. Um, uh, fun facts about Kid Video. Uh, one of the kids that, or one of the, the voice actors in that is Robbie Rist, uh, who is better known as both co- Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch huh. and the voice of Michelangelo in the 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Wait a minute. Is he the chubby kid in this this one? Uh, I, you know, I'm not looking at the visuals right now, so I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> Uh, with, uh, yeah, I just pulled up IMDb. Okay. It's the character of Wiz. The kid has glasses, so obviously yes. he's Wiz. Yes, uh, that makes total sense. Um, he's he's doing okay for himself now, right? Yeah, he's probably uh, grown up into like a uh, producer or director or something. Uh, he's still doing something. He's uh, he's on the Twitter tweeting oh, out stuff he, about what he's doing. So he's playing. He does uh, voiceover for Doc McStuffins. Oh, perfect. There uh, you go. Among other things. Oh, yeah. Dude works. He works. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mostly voiceover. Great. That's you like to see it. You like to see the uh, the uh, child actors make make something from of themselves. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 encouraging to see that uh, not all of the child actors of the 80s and 90s were kids whose parents pushed them into stardom so that they could spend all the money their child earns. Yeah. Yeah. Which we know happened to at least a few of those kids. I'm I'm going to do that with my kid. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. What else am I going to do? Like all my neighbors are doing it. What I'm just going to be. I'm going to be the Jones that got left behind. You know, be I got to keep up with the other Joneses. You could be better than your neighbors, Chan. That doesn't sound like a very American thing to do. They're I mean, bad. So I'm going to be worse. That's not that's not better. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure pretty sure that's how it works that's in the oh. constitution oh boy life liberty and and being shittier than your neighbors i hmm. it's got a, hey it's got a nice look were you telling thomas jefferson he's wrong 
Is that what you're doing right now? Uh, no, I'm, tell- on, I'm not telling anyone they're wrong. I'm telling you to be better than your neighbors. The next song <laughs> in the theme song, Throwdown. This is what's going up against Kid Video. Okay. It's Jam. I mean, yeah, what what else do you need to say, right? That song, <laughs> uh, that is another song that has been stuck in my head since about 1986. <laughs> it just doesn't uh, leave. I tell you what, like, straight up talk, both of those songs are great pop songs. Yes. And they make you want to dance. They make you want to sing along to them. Um, Gem suffers to me because the lyric is not... We are the misfits. Our songs are bitter. It's we are the misfits. Our songs are better. Mm-hmm. And if it were bitter, I'd be like, fuck yeah, you fucking misfits. You go. <laughs> I'm into that. Um, but uh, uh, and I will say, too, that uh, I have a soft spot for that extended kind of um, uh, informational, expositional stuff like you have in kid video. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people. I'm not going to name names. Andy Costello think that it's a it's a black mark to just have like them talking out the plot of the uh, the show. But like I was I'm still a huge fan of Thundar, which is basically all that just like here's some here's what's going on in 1994 and like magic and and weird monsters and shit. Uh, And like with kid video, it's, you know, it's like here. Here's the plot written out for you, dumb, dumb children. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely that's not for everybody. So uh, yeah, yeah. What are you, where are you, where are you going with this one? Uh, Which is the better cartoon theme song? Boy, yeah. You know, so yeah, th- that's kind of two questions, right? Like, which is the better song? Which is the better song for its show? Uh, and, and, I don't know that there's a proper answer for for both. Like, I don't know that the answer for both of those questions is the same answer. Yeah, I will tell you that in my mind, the point of this uh, theme song throwdown is which is the better cartoon theme song for the show that it is designed for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but not everybody chooses that path. Some people will choose just the better song. Some people will separate it from the visuals, and it's a little hard to do that. Um, you know, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Like The Simpsons is so a part of you right. know the visuals that come with it. Like y- you kind of have to take some of that into account. Not everybody does. So uh, I deliberately took um, the host of the show out of this decision mm-hmm. because we all have our. Uh, 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 thoughts and opinions and we've uh registered them so now it is upon you now now it's up you to you get to decide now it's all up to all of us people that give you money uh <laughs> <laughs> so you can keep doing this show heck oh, yeah boy. yeah um 
man, I think, I think both songs are great. Uh, but I know I ruffled some feathers in the uh, redemption bracket with some of my thoughts and opinions on, you know, some shows that uh, are very reliant upon their visuals, <clears throat> Batman, uh, <laughs> and maybe some songs that were not written originally for television, but had to be re-recorded because they were originally written for a movie, <clears throat> Batman, um, <laughs> uh that I don't think should have been in the tournament. And in fact, I asked you to not put in the tournament because I knew that just their inclusion would uh, ah. cause other shows songs to be knocked out uh, unfairly, which uh, happened. So <laughs> <laughs> look, man, this is, this is an art, not a science. If you want a science, uh, what is it? It's, it's called a preference revealer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I think if you Google that, what it does is you can take any list of things and then it will pair them off. It will it give, give them to as pairs uh, like uh, um, uh, M&Ms versus Skittles and then, you know, M&Ms versus Snickers and then Snickers versus and it'll make you keep making these choices uh, so that you have to, you know, so that you, the final list will be properly ordered like the ones you actually like. And, mm-hmm. and in this tournament, like, yeah, there's plenty of ones that got knocked out that maybe shouldn't and like. Is the best song going to make it through? Maybe not, but you can take this entire list. You can put it in preference revealer and do the thing and find out for yourself, which is the true, true winner. But that's not what we're doing here. No, we're doing here's a messy, messy, ugly business. If that's the case, King Arthur, the Knight of Justice would have won instead of being eliminated (laughs) in the first match. But I understand it's a G.I. Joe podcast. You can't eliminate G.I. Joe in the first match of the tournament. Lord knows I tried. (laughs) I certainly tried. (laughs) Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to bet dollars to donuts here. And I don't even know what that phrase means. My dad used to say it all the time uh, that the theme that wins this thing is probably going to be a song written by Shuki Levy because uh, he wrote most of these songs Fair. so yeah. uh, uh this has all been a long delay for me to to make this choice i think i have to go with gem uh which sucks because yeah. i don't want to eliminate kid video but gem gem comes in with that big hit right at the start right it just starts gem and yep. you're like okay i guess i'm watching gem now uh, and she's truly outrageous and you're like truly, is truly, she truly, truly outrageous or just and then they come in with truly 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 and like I, I guess it's truly yeah yeah and uh since i'm the kind of person who likes to keep things a little more positive i actually prefer uh we are the misfits our songs are better rather than get out get out I don't want to hear <laughs> no here's i listen man i i understand that you're the misanthrope of this trio of hosts that's fine we all have our roles to play uh and i i don't you mean th- to spoil anyone's that. fun in real life gina is a billion times darker than i am i'm i am not a ray gonna, of fucking sunshine i am <laughs> not gonna debate that i'm just saying you know we all have our gimmicks on our shows and <laughs> and uh you know, my show Atomic Monsoon has has we we have our roles that we play and, and save it for the plugs. Save it for the plugs. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, man, kid video is so good. And that's uh, it's it's unfair that, you know, these are the two you gave me to, to pick from. But uh, yeah, Jem yeah. comes in with a big hit and it's just that that mid to late 80s wall of sound the entire way through. And it even ends on a big hit. You know, there's no question that it's over. Whereas yep. with Kid Video, like, that's a song, and then it's done. 
and then it keeps going. <laughs> yeah, you want to be guided a little bit. You want a strong hand at the tiller. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Also, like I don't know that any Canadian, you know, synth pop bands have done covers of Kid Video, but uh, Freeze Pop certainly did a cover of the Gem theme song. So. <laughs> Well, you know what? Me and my ukulele, we're going to do this. We're going to make we're going to bring kid video back for the 2020s. Fantastic. If Teach you need kids. someone to talk about sending you to the flip side, uh, I am more than willing to come in and do some silly voices. Done and done. All right. Thank you, Andy Costello. Uh, where would you like them to go? What would you like them to listen to? Yeah. So um I am debating deleting all of my social media at the end of the year. So if you want to follow me on the internet, you have two choices. One is to go to my podcast, Atomic Monsoon, which you can find either at AtomicMonsoon.com or on your favorite podcast aggregator, um, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, whatever they're all called now. I know they keep changing their names. What do you use? uh, I use the built-in podcast thing on my iPhone. So I know. Disgusting. Listen. Apple makes things that work for Apple products. So Pocket casts. <laughs> the way to go. Trust me on this one. Okay. I'll look into it. Um, also, I, I like, listen, I also work for Voice America, the world leader in live internet talk radio. Uh, so I have to make sure that the things work, like like my show works on the things that most people are using. Right. So, no, I, I get you. You know. Um, alternatively, if you want to follow me without any of my hosts um, or... You know, if, say, Atomic Monsoon ever ends and you, you're like, oh, man, where do I find more of this guy who has terrible opinions about TV show themes uh, or has opinions about TV show themes separate from their shows? Uh, you can follow me at psychoandy.com, P-S-Y-C-H-O-A-N-D-Y dot C-O-M, uh, which is my usual online handle for anything uh, since 1995. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's that's mostly an art blog. Um, you know, I just I post a piece of art that I've done either recently or uh, I have some stuff that I did back in the nineties when I was awful and still learning how to, you know, think about drawing. Um, But it's kind of fun to look at like, Oh, here's the thing I did when I was 10 that I still have. And here's me drawing this character in 2020. So you're redrawing the same character. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, into it. Yeah. Love it. So uh, in in some cases, other times it's just posts like it's for it's it's October when we're recording this. I don't know when it'll air, but uh, every day in October, I had auto posting a different monster that I've drawn at some point in history. Ooh. In addition to um, Inktober drawings. So double updates every day. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much daily updates on psychomania.com. Yeah. And then Atomic Monsoon, where I talk, uh, me and my co-hosts talk about nerdy stuff, including old TV shows and video games and movies and uh, comic books. Which Gina has been on. Gina has been on. Yes. Gina was on episode 61, written by Gina Ippolito, uh, which was actually the last episode we recorded before we went to quarantine. Um, oh is this gina's fault no Did she cause no, coronavirus no not at all it was it was oh, a thing God uh damn. that night i was supposed to go to a wrestling show locally and it had to be canceled because between the time that the show was announced and the night of the show um Ooh. the mayor of the city it was being held in basically shut down public gatherings oh dang yeah it was also friday the 13th uh friday the 13th so <laughs> oh, you would have been dead by now you would have gone to that show you would have died yeah and this never would have happened the yeah, pinnacle of your life probably being true a guest on the show would yeah. not have happened <laughs> 
yeah uh but we should uh maybe talk about getting you and or ray on the show at some point as well hey oh i am very free okay okay i mean i'm working from home these days so yeah we'll we'll make something work out sweet thank you very much andy costello all right chan thank you very much that was theme song throwdown chan wow round two is crazy right just insane wild what a matchup that definitely went a certain way yep i'm either angry or very upset or very very happy about that result I sent you the list of who won all of these things. You could yeah, just look at it. I don't know what it. order anything's happening in. So, Wait, in uh, or- uh, one, I two, mean, three, K-fabe. four, five, six. Kayfabe. Uh, so, <sighs> my point is, great job, Chan, with that theme song throwdown that that I'm here for. Great job. Just okay. finish up. So we got some links. Hit us up Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. For five dollars a month, you can get access to our bonus vault. Uh tell us what episodes you want to do at other levels and have fun. Be on the live show. Be on the show. We had a bunch of Patreon people on the show. How exciting is that? Oh, and, and we've got and, and Christmas is coming up soon. So if you've got a favorite uh Christmas special that we haven't done in past years. We're always looking for new suggestions for that. Also, Christmas is coming up. We have a store, a T-shirt store on TeePublic. There's there's definitely a way to find that store in every episode of this show. It's in the liner notes. Uh, So you can go to our TeePublic Knowing It's Half the Podcast store, and you can get yourself some Knowing It's Half the Podcast and G.I. Joe adjacent T-shirts, mugs, uh, pillowcases. Like, it's all the stuff. Pillowcases? you, I might, I might actually just get some pillowcases for for people. I already it's got a cool. coffee mug just because I love having coffee mugs. I love coffee mugs too. I didn't know we had all this merch. Gina, we have like all the merch, phone cases. Uh, I mean, like we we got the shit. Let's do it. I, I, I literally sent a screenshot of yes, I know the uh, mug that I bought. I sent it to you people because there was a sale that day. I and don't Gina remember just this. Like, no, no, no. I don't remember. You say, I, you say I got CTE. What's happening right now? <laughs> uh, anyway, you can go to our store and you can get all kinds of good stuff. Uh, you guys, uh, a double back unicorn season two. These are good shows. Who would win? Check them out. They're cool. Let's go. This show's over like two and a half like hours. The longest episode in history. How? How is this? It was the my longest fault episode? because I did a deep dive. Yeah. She had too much to say this week. We'll make sure that doesn't happen next week. I we won't a, even let her I watch the show dive. next week. <laughs> so until then you can hit us up online uh, at gi joe podcast on twitter individually i am at almighty ray gina's tombstone i did a deep dive <laughs> <laughs> bye everybody you don't get twitter handles we if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. 
in the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny. So it's it's a Fire Bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use it, his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Scorbunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh, my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Scorbunny. And Scorbunny's is it like... Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.